There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. It's Thursday, September 29th. From inside the WTOP newsroom, this is the DMV Download, brought to you by the men and women of Steamfitters Local 602. Get an estimate and learn more at steamfitters-602.org. Today, as Hurricane Ian leaves Florida devastated and sets its sights northward, we hear from people who were in the storm. They tell us what they saw. I now have Gulf front property. There's six feet of water and Estero Bay and the Gulf met together in my parking lot. Then NBC4 chief meteorologist Doug Kamher tells us why this beast of a storm is going to go down in the history books as one of the worst storms to hit the United States. He also tells us what kind of trouble it could bring to our area this weekend. We're still expecting nasty conditions Saturday, Sunday into Monday, rain, uh, 30, 35 mile an hour winds, maybe a little bit higher towards the beaches and towards the Chesapeake Bay. But all in all, you know, we're going to get out of this one very lightly. Thanks for joining us. I'm Luke Garrett. Megan is off today. As Hurricane Ian barreled into Florida's southwest Gulf Coast Wednesday afternoon, News outlets nationwide stood watch as it touched down. CBS News special report. Hurricane Ian has officially made landfall in southwest Florida. The National Hurricane Center is calling this an extremely dangerous Category 4 storm. In the middle of the storm surge, we heard from Fort Myers Beach resident and former WTOP director of news and programming, Jim Farley, who was hunkering down. As of um, a couple hours ago, I lived in a building that was a block and a half from the beach. I now have Gulf front property. There's six feet of water and Estero Bay and the Gulf met together in my parking lot. From Fort Myers, Ian moved northeast towards central Florida, bringing with it massive amounts of water and wind. Orlando resident Kyle Cassandra called into WTOP late last night to share what he was seeing. Well, right now I was about to step outside uh, the, your, my home to give you the sounds of it, but I got hit in the head with a projectile from a tree. So I was like, you know what? It's uh, starting it just a little too uncomfortable out there. So I stepped back in. But sustained winds are still roughly about 20, 25, but the gusts are what are becoming ferocious now. Ian is now downgraded to a tropical storm, but in its wake, millions are without power. Many needing evacuations and others who left ahead of Hurricane Ian's arrival are now wondering what it's like back home and whether their belongings and homes are even safe. As we watch this devastation from Hurricane Ian, the storm is now projected to reach the Carolinas and bring wet weather to our region. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin has actually declared a state of emergency ahead of the storm's arrival. Joining us now to talk about it is Chief Meteorologist at our news partners, NBC4, Doug Kammerer. Doug, thanks so much for being here. Yeah, you bet, Luke. No problem. So we've had a lot of warning, you know, about this storm and we're looking towards the future. But for a second, let's, you know, look back to yesterday when Ian hit Florida. Did it kind of meet what we thought it would do? What really happened there? Yeah, yeah it, it did exactly what we thought it would do. Um, you know, the National Hurricane Center, I think, did a phenomenal job forecasting this storm. Um, it was well over a week ago that some of the computer models were taking this storm in towards the Fort Myers area. Uh, as a strong category four hurricane, uh, mm. it was it was really kind of a kind of something that uh, 
you know, we're seeing more and more of the models, the computer models, National Hurricane Center getting so much better at being able to pinpoint where these storms were going. There was a, a thought process for a while that this might go closer to the uh, Tampa Bay area. But even then, Fort Myers, that area was near the cone, was in that cone of concern, that cone of uncertainty uh, that we call it. And uh, that cone is going to shift every once in a while. And it made little shifts all the way down and then definitely hit Fort Myers hard yesterday. And can we talk about just the water, the amount of water we're seeing uh, just being dumped? I mean, we're talking 10 inches in some places. You know, how does a hurricane even get that much amount of water? Well, when you have a Gulf of Mexico that's sitting in the mid to upper 80s, uh, there's so much heat content that all that all the hurricane does is just suck it all up. And it's just spinning in those clouds. And then once it gets over land, it's just able to just uh, rain it, rain itself out, so to speak. And that's kind of what it's done over Florida. I mean, the I-95 or rather the I-4 corridor, Tampa, Orlando, up towards Daytona Beach, you're seeing rainfall totals over 20 inches of rain. I've got numerous friends down there. They're all seeing major flooding events. There's there's water rescues that are down there right now as well. And that was one part of it. I mean, that's the, the rain was one part of it. The storm surge was the bigger part of it. That's where we're going to see the biggest loss of life. Mm. Inland flooding is always the number one cause for loss of life. And unfortunately, it looks like that's what we have around the Fort Myers area. You know, this morning I've been going on AP photos, just seeing these photographs come in of the Fort Myers area. And it's just incredible. I mean, houses floating and just the remnants of it. I mean, just devastation. Can we talk about the historic nature of this storm? I mean, how powerful is it or was it? Yeah, this is going to be going to go down in one of the top five storms ever to hit the United States, most likely. Uh, It's one of the strongest storms to ever hit Florida. Uh, You look at storm surge, record storm surge in uh, uh, Key West, record storm surge in Naples, record storm surge in Fort Myers. This is water levels that have never seen, never been seen before. Not only were they records, they were more than double the previous records in many instances. So uh, this was a situation that those areas have never seen. Now, Ian is still um, alive. You know, this storm is still going and we're going to be tracking it for a while now. When you look towards this weekend for our area, you know, Mm -hmm. what are you expecting and what can we as residents, you know, do to prepare? Yeah, the amazing thing about this is this is going to come back into the Atlantic. It's in the Atlantic right now. Uh, a tropical storm as we're talking, but it's expected to become a hurricane, make its way back in towards the Carolinas. You're talking about an area close to Charleston, uh, but anywhere along the South Carolina, Southern uh, North Carolina border area could see this storm come through. And you're going to be seeing another storm surge in those areas, potentially upwards of four to six feet. So another serious threat for the coast there. And then it moves our direction. Now, the good news about that is it's going to be moving fairly slow. And when I told you earlier that thunders that, that hurricanes essentially rain themselves out, that's what it's going to do. And as, as, the, as the slower it moves, the more rain goes mm. down to our south. So you're talking about the Carolinas picking up uh, half of half a foot of rain. But by the time it gets here, we're predicting less rain in our area. We're predicting less wind in our area. We're still expecting nasty conditions Saturday, Sunday into Monday rain. Uh, 30, 35 mile an hour winds, maybe a little bit higher towards the uh, towards the beaches and towards the Chesapeake Bay. But all in all, um, you know, we're going to get out of this one very lightly. Mm. But it's nothing. It's something that we still have to take very serious. Right. And just to kind of recap what you said, it's going to go into the Atlantic, kind of re-energize and then move up along the coastline. You know, Governor Glenn Youngkin of Virginia declared a state of emergency ahead of this landfall. You know, Virginia goes down pretty far south. So, um, again, 
for us here, is there anything we need to do out of the ordinary this weekend as far as preparation or? Yeah, I really don't think so. And that's and that's key. You know, the state of emergency that uh, Governor Yunkin put in, I believe, is for the is going to be it's for the whole state, obviously. But it really is, I think, for Virginia Beach area, the Norfolk area, places like that that are going to get hit a little bit harder than we are. They have the they, they could see five, six inches of rain down there. They could see some flooding. They may see a little bit of storm surge as well, where our area is just going to see, you know, a typical uh, rainy fall afternoon with a little bit more wind. And mm. that's going to be the case for us. Saturday is not going to be all that bad. Sunday and Monday look to be the heaviest wind, heaviest rain, because that's when the center actually tries to uh, move back over our area. So it's going to be a nasty weekend here, but I'm not worried about um, flooding worried risk about or anything like that. In okay. our area. Yeah, right. I'm not worried about damage. I'm not worried about trees down uh, and I'm not worried about flooding. in our mm. Mm. And Doug, last time you were on the show, you know, I, I asked about climate change. Whenever we see a weather event of historic yeah. proportions, you know, we have to bring it up. So where does that fit in here? Yeah, it, it fits in with any any time you get a strong storm like this, we talk about that. You know, you can never attribute uh, climate change to one storm right away. It takes a couple of days. The amazing part about it is now we have attribution that we can do through modeling data, uh, but that takes a couple of days. So we're going to find out in a couple of days just how much climate change had an impact mm. on a storm like Ian. I mean, as far as the you think about climate change, the biggest things that we're seeing as of late, and we saw this with Ian, rapid intensification right up to shore, uh, incredibly warm Gulf of Mexico waters, incredibly high rainfall totals. Um, typically, you're seeing about 10% more rain in these th- in these hurricanes than you did prior. Um, so the more we warm the atmosphere, the more uh, the more uh, the atmosphere can hold as far as water is concerned. The more water vapor the atmosphere can hold, and that's going to produce more rainfall. So mm. could it have had an impact on this storm? Absolutely. We'll know soon, um, but we can't say that just yet. Well, Doug, we've all been watching this unfold, so we thank you for coming on here and helping us understand you know, where we fit in uh, later this weekend. Absolutely. Thanks, Thanks so much. For having me. You bet. And after the break, unfortunately, this rain this weekend is canceling a lot of events. But not to worry. We've got some good rainy day plans for you up ahead. Backed by the experience of its hardworking members, Steamfitters Local 602 is ready to take on your next commercial heating, cooling, HVAC, or refrigeration project. Steamfitters Local 602 adds value to our community through its partnerships with local contractors and building owners, all while keeping the focus on improving the lives of its members and their families throughout the DMV. For work that's on time and on budget, go to steamfitters-602.org to schedule your next project. That's steamfitters-602.org. Steamfitters Local 602 changing lives. Thanks for listening to the DMV Download. If you like this show, give us five stars and leave us a review on Apple Podcast. We love hearing from you guys and your reviews really do help other listeners find this, our area's only in-depth daily local news podcast. And thank you for making us a part of your day. And before we go, we're introducing a new member to this DMV download, Michelle Goldchain. She is WTOP social media manager and video editor. Yes, happy to be here. Well, we are talking about rainy day plans because unfortunately this rain has canceled a lot. The list is here in front of me. I'm going to give it to you. Oktoberfest at the wharf canceled. And Ocean's Calling 2022 is also canceled this weekend because of the torrential rain that's expected because of Ian. But not to worry. Michelle and I are here to give you some ideas of what to do this weekend because there's still a lot to do, even though it's raining. So I see your list of cancellations. I also have a list of my own. Let's hear it. 
So this Saturday, there's a lot you can do. Rhizome, which is an art gallery in Tacoma, mm. they are hosting an opening reception for a new exhibit called Idolatry of the Ugly. Ooh. Whoa. So if you like surrealist scenes of characters with unique experiences related to identity, then you are going to love this exhibit by Japanese artist Nami Oshiro. But if you're interested in maybe some flea and craft markets, Tenley Town is offering their own on Saturday, the Tenley Town Community Flea and Craft Market. Oh, nice. And then if you want to dance it up, you can always go to the Panic at the Disco concert at Capital One Arena on Saturday as well. But if you're feeling like, oh, what do I do on Sunday? You know, you've got options too. Let's hear it. Wow, you got a whole list. Jeez, I was going to talk about <laughs> reading a book curling up in front of a fire, but you've got some good lists. Let's hear it. That was actually my next suggestion was uh, if you have a D.C. Public Library card, oh, check yes. out the Libby app, L-I-B-B-Y. It's free, and you can find a good book or audio book for free and just get it right there in your app itself instead of having to go to the library, although nothing wrong with going to the library either. I was going to say that there's some new D.C. Public Libraries that are just Amazing. The Martin Luther King Library, which is just across the way from Capital One Arena. It is awesome. It's like five floors of just... Renovated goodness. Yes, exactly. You took the words out of my mouth. Yes. There's like exhibits in the basement. There's actually like 3D printers, sewing machines. There's actually also a podcast studio you can check out and rent. There's also a dance studio. Like you got a lot of options at that library, which is pretty sweet. Um, Yeah. And then uh, my suggestions, I mean, you took a lot of them. uh, (laughs) <laughs> I know. This this is what you can do on your rainy day weekend. You just bake. You just get inspired and make something awesome. Google it. You know, just find a good recipe. Spend five hours doing something, you know, delicious. I don't yeah. think that's a bad idea. I think when, that's... You, when you can't go to a restaurant, you know, make your own kitchen, your own restaurant right yeah. there. Boom. You said it. You heard it here first, folks. Make your kitchen your own restaurant this weekend, this rainy weekend. Michelle, it's great to have you on the show. Yeah. And that'll do it for us today on the DMV Download. This podcast is brought to you by Steamfitters Local 602. Our managing editor is Craig Schwab. Our music is by Real World. Give us a review and rate our show if you get the chance while you're at it. Hit that subscribe button and tell your friends and family about this show. We love to tell more stories to more people. You can also follow us on social media. Tip of the hat to Michelle there, where we post content every day from behind the scenes. You can find out more about this podcast and become one of our VIP listeners at dmvdownload.com. The DMV Download, of course, is a product of WTOP News. Listen on 103.5 FM in the D.C. area, 107.7 FM in Virginia. If you're driving around Frederick, Maryland, it's 103.9 FM. You can find us also online at WTOP.com and on the WTOP News app. Have a good one, and we'll see you tomorrow.